worked in it. That was baked in goodness. What did you come here for, if not for irrelevant opinions? Calm the junk down. Get off my podcast, if that's what you're thinking. Okay. Because somebody just threw you out a car window. All of the hardened criminals that have been kicked off their previous teams are going to have more options and places to go. Which, by the way, Nick Nick and Sonny should be a, a bro cop TV show, is what it should be. Uh, P.S. If Andy Reid ate Sean McVay, he still wouldn't be Jim Chaney. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Clint, we are back. Uh, we had we had some technical difficulties last week. Daniel, turns out computers uh, don't last forever. They are not intended to last a lifetime. They are not. Um, I thought you were going to say computers do not like us because well, also that is that. more appropriate. Yeah. Um, yes, we apologize for our absence last week. Uh, we recorded a podcast. Uh, it, we did. I have the file sitting on my I mean, desktop. Yes, it's just that most of the audio of said podcast is complete garbage. Yeah. And you should know at this point, if you're a, a longtime listener of the podcast, uh, we've put out some pretty bad audio in oh. the past. Oh. Have we not? Like we, we you, don't have incredibly high standards. No. If you remember beginning of, fifty episodes ago. Uh, it was it was just anything that had sound we would take at that point, and yeah, it didn't we, matter. Yeah, we're fine with that. It didn't matter where the peaks and the valleys were in the audio. We didn't care. Just get it out there. I'll just get it out there. This was so bad that even we wouldn't put it out. Uh, so that should give you an indication. It was it was unlistenable. It was, and I mean that, and I mean that more so than just it was us talking. I mean it was actually you could not listen to it no it sounded like daniel was dropping an f-bomb every three words and i was just i was just having to filter it out every three words just blank space well i was having a real rough day that's that true. day that's true Clint, I, don't, I don't i don't know why that podcast got so judgmental all of a sudden but just let a man vent when he needs to vent that's you know true. what i'm saying i'm sorry man just, that's that's on me that is um i just want to i just want to eat you know what I'm saying? I just want to f and eat. I just want to. I just want. I want to eat, and I want you to eat. Okay. That's that's, that's all I'm saying. Is sometimes, calm. Sometimes the, words are. Sometimes words are used for their intended purpose. Calm the you know, junk you down. Know what I mean, okay, just calm right. the junk down. All right. Uh, today we're gonna try to make up for some lost time. Uh, so today we kind of got a full hodgepodge of we things do. to talk about. Um, uh, we're gonna get to some odds and ends. We're gonna talk about some basketball stuff <laughs> some negative like the play on the court so and i'm sorry some... you you already said that when you said we're going to talk basketball it was already worked in it was baked you know, in goodness but but also some positive aka the things happening not on the court correct yeah. there's some 
positive momentum in the basketball program that if you don't know about, uh, you need to be aware of. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We talk a little bit about um, speaking of recruiting. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit. You know, it's National Signing Day tomorrow. Um, uh, it's Tuesday as we're putting out this episode. So could be that you're listening to this on National Signing Day. Could be. Um, in which case, many of our thoughts and opinions will probably be irrelevant and outdated. No what do you void. expect from us? What What did you come here for? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If not for irrelevant opinions. Uh, <laughs> we will we'll get into that. I think uh, uh, Clint, Clint might have read an interesting article on I the did. internet. Not not dumbest thing you read on the internet, I don't think. No, just, by no means is this an, the dumbest thing, but it was an interesting take. I appreciate it. Interesting. Uh, all right, so we will we'll talk we'll talk about that and then we'll kind of end the show having a little fun with the transfer portal. Hello. Transfer portal is not really something that you and I, Clint, have have dived all that deeply into on this podcast. No, I'm wondering, uh, just for for the people's sake, Clint, do you have an opinion on the transfer portal? Do you have a take when it comes to the transfer portal? Yeah, here's the transfer portal, people. Um, I'm gonna upset both sides of the aisle on this, and I'm gonna shoot straight down the middle. Okay. Right. Uh, if you don't like the transfer portal, if you're saying, hey, young man, you made a decision, stick with it. Okay. Get Look, off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Look, get, get off my podcast, if that's what you're thinking. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll double down. I'll meet your get off my lawn with get off my mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> um, but that being said, uh, the transfer portal is here. It's a thing that is a necessary evil in this world. Okay. Young men are making decisions. Um, Sometimes it's in their best interest to go somewhere else. Sometimes it's in the best interest of the university for them to go somewhere else. And you have to have some way to manage it. So it's here to stay. It's a necessary evil. Uh, I'm fine with it. Whatever. It's there. Uh, So I'm not going to, I'm not going to dog on a kid for trying to make a good decision for his life. Okay. You do you, man. Now that being said, oh, you, you got a hot take? No, 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 go for it. Go okay. for it. Give me the other side. Give the other side offend is this. The, offend the rest of the people. Okay. Now, if you're saying over there, if, if you're like, yay, kids rule, individuality. <laughs> Look, here's the deal. Anybody that's in the transfer portal, I, I don't want on my team. Daniel. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. That's I, a hot take right Look, there. if you want to be in transfer portal, that's your decision. Justin Fields, that's your decision. But you know what happened the day you entered the transfer portal? I, I stopped caring who you were for Georgia. If you make the best decision for your life, good on you. But at that point, I turn my direction to the rest of the team that's still here, and I say, let's get down to work. I I care about you guys in red and black alone. So. I think we – I want to propose an amendment to the transfer portal. Okay. Because I saw something the other day that that confused me a little bit. And, And I want to be sure that we get the order clear. On what I saw. Um, First, I saw a headline that said, DeAndre Francois has been released from Florida State. Saw that same thing. Uh, Like, kicked off the team. Yes. Okay, like, your services are no longer good here. Like, your key card doesn't work here anymore. The fob doesn't open the door. Go somewhere else. Right. 
Okay. And then the next day, I saw a headline that said, DeAndre Francois enters the transfer portal, mm-hmm. which I don't mean to get too nitty gritty, but that's not really what the transfer portal is is all about, right? Like that's well, technically it is. You don't. You didn't so much enter the transfer portal <laughs> as you were flushed into the transfer portal. You know what I'm saying? Like it's okay. not. You didn't walk through the door. Like you fell through a hole in the roof into it because somebody just threw you out a car window or something, you know, like that's, it's just, there's gotta be some sort of levels of people in the portal, like based on how they got there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, now in his defense, Daniel, it is technically a transfer portal because he's transferring from one university. So being off the team at Florida, he was still enrolled as a student. But if we're basing this off people that got kicked off their previous team, Auburn has basically fielded a roster full of people from the transfer portal for the last ten years. That's correct. That is basically what they've what they've done. Yeah. Gus just, Malzahn is thankful that everybody's now acknowledging that this is a real thing. He was using the backdoor system of the transfer portal. Well, opposite opposite take. Uh, Gus Malzahn is mad that now everyone has caught on. Yeah. That and so now. All of the hardened criminals that have been kicked off their previous teams are going to have more options and places to go. Right. Before it was just, just Auburn. well, I got arrested, so I'm going to Auburn. Yes, I'll go to Auburn. But now, I don't know. Hey, now you can go to you can go to Ohio State. Just well, no, there. no, that was when you were arrested out of high school. You went to Ohio State. <laughs> Correct. Arrested Correct. in college, go to Auburn. Arrested as an as an 18 year old. Start your Ohio career State. Ohio State. That's right. Um, arrested in the nineties, stay at Miami. That's a, like, arrested at Miami. You, you're already you're already committed. And you get you a don't gold get kicked off the team you, of your yeah, head correct. in the locker room for getting arrested. As a matter of fact, uh, there's a lottery. There's a there's a bingo for how many arrests you can have. Mm-hmm. Who can black out their sheet the quickest? Um, uh, we. So we're going to talk about the transfer portal. We're going to go through some names. 24-7 Sports has got top 50 players in the mm-hmm. transfer portal. they got them ranked. We're going to go through some names in the transfer portal. We're going to play a little game called, Would This Person Start for UGA in 2019? Were they to find their way to our team? Right. So uh, we're going to end with that. Uh, before we get into any of those takes, though, Clint, we'd be probably remiss if we didn't mention uh, our congratulations to David Andrews and Sony Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, how many points did anyone not named Sony Michelle score in the Super Bowl? Less than but, Sony Michelle. Yeah, that's right. The kicker for the Patriots technically had seven, technically. but he also missed a field goal. In fantasy, that's a negative so, point, so he gets deducted. Sony Sony Michelle had six right in the game. Uh, he started taking over in that fourth quarter too, Ooh. didn't he? Yeah, those you that drive where it. he got the chunk, the ten yarder, the twelve mm-hmm. yarder, the fifteen yarder, uh, you could see him saying "feed me" just by we go. bouncing off yeah. people. It was great. Um, Sony Michelle, damn good dog. Yeah, uh, happy for him. Uh, also, just I, I mean, call me a sucker, call me a softy, but give me all the video of Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb celebrating Sony Michelle's Super Bowl win. You know what I'm saying? Like 
All of it. Give me all the video of Nick Chubb walking around in a Patriots 26 jersey. That's all I want to see. Like, that's... Those two... You know what was really fun? Uh, Nick Chubb is is one of the only guys that he is an NFL player for... He is paid by a team to put on a jersey and play. And he put on a Patriots jersey, an AFC opponent. And he walked mm-hmm. in and, and nobody said, how dare you? They all looked at Nick Chubb and said... Yeah, that's about right. Don't Nick Chubb don't care about any of that he, pretense. He don't care. That's Nick what I mean. Nick Chubb is he is the farthest thing from a prima donna that there could ever be ever. in this world. I love it. Nick and Sony are uh, fondly thought of now by Dog Nation. Uh, when we get to be when we get ten years from now, those two are going to be straight up legends. Legends for the University of Georgia. 100%. Absolute. They are going to be in the upper echelon. Of Georgia players of all time. We're going to be talking about Heinz Ward, Champ Bailey status. Yeah. They're going to be right there. Yeah. Um, uh, Which, by the way, Nick Nick and Sony should be a a bro cop TV show is what it should be. 100% Nick and Sony is a bro cop TV show uh, starring like Benedict Cumberbatch and The Rock. (laughs) Like that's who, like that's who's in, that's who's in this buddy cop show. We'll love it. Uh, I I don't know which is which, but no, no, just let that settle. Let that sit. And every t- and 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 every time they show up uh, at a crime scene, somebody says somebody refers to them as thunder and lightning, <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, they both and they both look over and just stare them down until they leave the room. That's right. Uh... All right, uh, let's let's talk a little bit of hoops. Let's start with the negative. Uh, that's the team. That's the negative. Uh, this team's bad, Clint. It's Daniel. It's, it's awful. It's real bad. We did beat Texas. Correct. That happened. Any other positive takeaways? <laughs> uh, the only positive takeaway on the court that you and I have said, um, others have said, is Crump needs to get. All the minutes that he can he can withstand on the court. Terry Crump is at it, the last three games has gone double digits on points, has looked crisp, has hit shots when we needed him to, is a danger from beyond the arc. Crump needs all the minutes, Daniel. That's Crump is. We've said at, at length this this season is all about what happens next season. Right. Nothing on the court really matters this year. It'd be nice to beat Florida. We play them one more time. So it'd be nice to beat Florida because we hate Florida. You know, right. it's always nice to beat them. That's fine. It You know, uh, nothing on the court matters this season. This team's not good. They're not going to make a run. They're not a threat. Everything about this season is about what happens next season. And Tyree Crump has given, I think, us some hope. Uh, because there was a moment... There were right. some moments there where we were looking around going, is there even anybody that's going to be good next year on this team besides Rayshon Hammonds and Nicholas Claxton? Uh, Tyree Crump, I think, has given us a little bit of hope Yes, for uh, what he could have in terms of his senior year when he comes back next year. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so, yeah, there is that. The rest of this team, though, man, it's, it's tough to watch. But, Clint... Should Georgia fans stick with the basketball team, or should they abandon ship and write off basketball 
altogether. Daniel, you kind of hinted at this a little while ago, but I want to double down on this hint. Uh, I have a recommendation for the coaching staff at Georgia to implement immediately. Okay. All uh, right. I'm sure they're listening. Tom. Tom. Get out your notepad. Take down the notes. Uh, Tom, be at practice. Be on campus. I believe he already does that. Good. I believe he shows up to practice. I, I believe he's doing that. So continue doing that. When it's okay. time to play the game, when it's time to coach up the guys on the court, go ahead okay. and get your get your uh, UGA sweatsuit on and go start meeting young men who are potentially thinking about coming to your program in their homes and courtside and let some associate or assistant coach let him get some some run playing the game out because it's going to be bad on the court. It's not going to be good, Tom. It's it's ugly it's, out there. Come on, Tom. Okay. Come on, Tom. Um, because the the win this year, Daniel, is if we get Mr. 99.4% recruiting himself, that's the only win we should care about. So don't abandon hope. Don't lose it, people. Hold on to her tight because there's some exciting news. Uh, as it be, as it pertains to recruiting. Yeah, Anthony Edwards uh, talked about on this podcast. If you don't know the name Anthony Edwards, you should. Um, uh, he uh, last weekend canceled his visit to the University of North Carolina. He's the number one or number two player in the country by most major recruiting services. Uh, he's a shooting guard. Um, and... Uh, he's down to three. He eliminated North Carolina from his list. He said, "He said, I'm not interested in going to Chapel Hill. Nah, not interested in in putting on the Carolina blue." Uh, and so now he's down to Florida State, mm-hmm. uh, Kentucky, and the University of Georgia. Uh, he visits Florida State this weekend, uh, but before he goes to Florida State this weekend, he announced. He made a little announcement yesterday that he was going to be announcing his decision on Monday. Correct. Like this Monday. He would be announcing his college choice. Uh, This would be the best player that the University of Georgia has ever signed in basketball. It would not even be remotely close. This... um, You didn't exaggerate right there, by the way. You undersold that. You you tried to temper that. That wasn't an exaggeration, yeah. people. That was a. There's no. There's not even. There's no football comp at all for what Anthony Edwards would be. So if you're a football fan, you're looking for like, a, is this like Justin Fields? Is this is this like Matt Stafford? Like who's this? Who who is this Uber recruit? Is this like Zamir White? Like Nolan Smith? There's no football comp. It's as though at Nick all. Chubb or Sony Michelle came back to Georgia this year and played. That's it would be like. like it would be like if seven years ago, Mark Richt recruited Tom Brady <laughs> to come to the University of Georgia yeah. and play quarterback seven years ago when Tom Brady was in his prime. Uh, that's basically the equivalent of this. It's so much, so far above anyone that we've ever signed before. Even Ashton Hagens, who we signed in 2018, uh, not, not the player according to the recruiting services that this kid is. He's the number one 
overall projected pick for the 2020 draft. Right now, correct. Uh, so, if Anthony Edwards comes to Georgia, everything changes about Georgia basketball. Everything. And he's going to make that decision on Monday. Now, he's a one-year guy, but um, but recruiting momentum, mm-hmm. with or without Anthony Edwards, is has noticeably shifted at Georgia. There's two four-star top 100 type players already in for next year. There's another top 100 four-star player who is predicted to come to Georgia in 2020. There's Walker Kessler in 2020, who's a five-star kid, UGA legacy, who people feel like Georgia has the inside track on. In 2018, Clint, Tom Crean had a half a year to recruit. Right. And he recruited two players, Sargunas and Ty Fagan. One of them was a four-star Sargunas, and one of them was a three-star Ty Fagan. In 2018, our recruiting class was two four-stars and two three-stars. I'm going to make a prediction Mm. that 2018 will be the last time that Georgia signs more than one three-star player in a class in the Tom Crean era. That's my prediction. Ooh, hello. Tom Tom Crean is turning the tide, and it's not like Mark Fox couldn't get a dude every no. now. Like, you know, it's not like he couldn't go out and get a guy. You know, uh, Caldwell Pope and mm-hmm. um, even Jordan Harris and Tyree Crump were pretty highly rated coming out of school. It's not like he couldn't go out and get a guy. It's that he couldn't go out year after year and get guys. Uh, that seems to be shifting yep. under Tom Crean. Uh, and that's that's what we need. That's the win this year, Georgia fans. This team is not equipped to win games. No. doesn't matter what, what style of play they're playing. It doesn't matter what system they're running. Uh, this team's not equipped to win games. What this team needs is uh, better players. That's it. And that's that's the win. So pay attention to the basketball recruiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much easier to follow than football recruiting because there's like five dudes yeah. that you have to pay attention recruiting to. Recruiting class you... is not large. You don't have 22, 23. It doesn't always change. People aren't dropping in and out. Yeah. You got a handful. If you're trying of to follow football recruiting for an entire season, you have to learn like 250 names. Yeah. Because yeah. those are all the possible. Like basketball, you learn a 10, and you're that's basically it. Yep. Um, so follow along. Speaking of football recruiting, though, Clint, mm-hmm. tomorrow is National Signing Day. Uh, we're not going to get deep into rumors and predictions and all that. We will recap the signing class after it happens. What are your feelings, though, going into National Signing Day? Uh, I'm feeling good about this class. Uh, we we just lost a QB commit uh, to Ole Miss. To Ole Miss. Pretty kind of expected. It was expected. Um, he was an athlete kind yeah. of guy. We didn't know what he, exactly his role at UGA was going to be. Uh, we clearly didn't think he was going to be the QB of the future because we went and pulled out that coup from Ohio State. So, yeah, uh, let's. I, it's not a huge. Plumlee's not a huge loss to me. Uh, I like this class a lot. We have dudes that are going to be in two years, being the ones who are who are making the landscape of the SEC happen. I like it. We got a couple guys on the hook. Elam announces. Uh, I think in the morning tomorrow. And so be looking out for that. It's down to us in Florida. We get a DB out of there. 
be fantastic. And then Kirby's on the on the hunt looking for tight end depth. And uh, he wants to take somebody out of the SEC. Where's he Where's he going to find that tight end depth? Well, there's a there's a kid who all of a sudden was promised glorious things at a little puke orange colored university, uh, and he's going up to Tennessee. And there's a grad transfer wolf who is a uh, captain for Tennessee, uh, looking to make a different impact somewhere else. And Kirby has his now eyes. Now set hold on, on, Clint. Now hold on. Why would a young man? Because I heard this mm-hmm. off season. That Tennessee mm. made a hire. They mm. made themselves a little... You're talking about a coup. Mm. They had themselves a little coup of their own. Oh, yeah. They hired the this generation's, nay, dare I say, the world's yeah. greatest offensive mind in the history of football. Also... Move over, Andy Reid. No. No. Move over, Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Like we're not, we, because Jim Cheney yeah. is now up in Knoxville. By the way, what position um, does Jim Cheney uh, specialize in, Daniel? Well, he 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 did coach the tight ends. Oh. at uh, okay, hmm. at Georgia for a minute. Um, uh, P.S. If Andy Reid ate Sean McVay, he still wouldn't be Jim Cheney. <laughs> Just. Just so we're clear, uh, so they're not comparable in in terms of offensive mind, nor are they comparable in other areas. Um, yeah, it's odd to me that um, I mean Tennessee seems to be such a functional program. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Healthy Jeremy Pruitt seems to be. I wouldn't call it dysfunction at all. No. I'd call it. The height of function. When you are taking really, a kid when, who hasn't touched the field, who hasn't sniffed the field, uh, well, he, I guess he has touched it. There was a handful of plays. When Gibbs was on the field for a hot minute but couldn't couldn't make it out of practicing for most of his career. No. Uh, we're when, talking about practice. We're talking about practice. When he goes to Tennessee and a captain, a grad transfer captain who made some big plays for them, wants to get out, uh, that's a trade I'll take. All day long. And it's indicative of, not us, that, that says something about old Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, let's just, let's nobody forget. He asked a player to go into the game, Clint, during the season in the middle of a game. What did that player say? He called a, he called a player's number and uh-huh. said, you're in. And the player said, nah. I'll pass. I'm good. Coach. I'm not. I'm not. Not interested. That's the that's the program we're talking about here. That's the yeah. That's the kind of ship that is being run down in Knoxville. Don't good let old, the good old Captain Pruitt. Don't let the headlines fool you. No. Uh, that that thing is the heart of of dysfunction. Man, I would love yeah. a veteran tight end. Jeez, do we need it? Uh, that'd be that would be a welcomed addition on this in terms of this class. Uh, uh, we'll get back into signing day after it happens. Um, but yeah, wanted to make mention of it. Hopefully, tomorrow's a good day to be a dog. It is. Last last good news uh, for UGA football before we get into some other things. And Daniel, I have a, uh, a question to ask you about an article. Uh, and and I I set you up wrong. The pre production meeting. Uh, went a little sideways because uh, again, uh, M Dubs just Gosh. 
Um, don't don't they all? They don't always they all. do. So why, I, I have to. Why re- are we still doing these? Why, why yeah. do we do? So I have to reframe my original ask to you needs reframed. It's still within the same same mode, but I'm gonna I'm gonna reframe it a little differently. No, I see you. what you're trying to do. You're trying to pull one over on me. Well, trying to make me look. Trying to make me look the you, fool. You, That's fine. You, no, I'm ready. You do it to I'm me it. on the daily. So don't even. At I'm me. ready for it. Um, but before we get there, shout out to the second highest paid running backs coach in the nation. Del McGee on his on his salary, good good for you, bro. You well deserved, well worth needed. every penny, every penny and more. Worth every penny. Still underpaying. Uh, I, 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 I take some issue with the with the word second. I do as well. In there, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, there's no reason that this has any has any running backs coach produced better running backs. In recruiting or performance on the field, do we need to go back to the Super Bowl? Do, Does anybody want to go back and rewatch the Super Bowl? The 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 game of which the two best teams in the highest level of football players in the world play, and both of them are UGA alum. Is that what we're saying? Yep. Okay. Cool. cool. Uh, Del McGee, congratulations to you. Uh, worth every penny. Every. Penny. Please don't ever leave us. Please. I'm, oh my gosh. Oh, you just, Daniel, I wasn't even going to go there. I was just, I was happy for him. The man's getting paid. Nowhere in my mind was I thinking, don't ever leave us. And now that's all I can think about. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, Daniel. So here's an article I read uh, just just the other day. Um, and it's interesting. Here, here's, here's what I want to frame. This recruiting class and next year's recruiting class, we have a lot of, a lot of killer guys in this class, big dogs coming in and potentially some others. But Daniel, in two years, in two years, if I said to you, who could be our best edge rusher in two years? Do you have interesting? Yeah, I know. I, I, I had to reframe it for you. I know. Um, interesting. Based upon this. In two years. In two years. Based upon this recruiting class. And next recruiting class, if I was to give you out a name of somebody who's our best edge rusher, could you could you pontificate Uh, on who that would be? Well, give me a minute. Let me let me work through some. Let's start with the guys that are some names in my head. Yeah, let's start with the guys who are here. So obviously, this is the year of the sophomore linebacker. Correct. We've said it many times. So it means in two years. Those linebackers are going to be getting paid, you know, juniors or seniors, right? Uh, and so you got your Adam Andersons, mm-hmm. got your Brenton Cox, mm-hmm. got your Aziz Ojolaris, mm-hmm. um, and then you got your Robert Beals. You've got your what year is Johnson? What Ooh. year is Jermaine Johnson, the the oh, junior college player coming in? I think he's a. Uh, oh, he might be a junior. So he might be on the team. He may not be on the team. Uh, that's that'd be an interesting one to me. I think if you ask me, which obviously you didn't, but just hypothetically speaking, like you said you would in the pre-production meeting, I think if you ask me who's going to be our best edge rusher next year, I think it's him, Jermaine Johnson. I think he's going to be the best rusher on pass rusher on the team next year. Yeah. 
Uh, now, who do I think is going to be the best edge rusher on the team in two years? I mean, I guess I got to just look at what I see in front of me and I just, you got to go Nolan Smith, right? Like that's who you have to say. He's, you know, he's on the team. Right. He, he plays outside backer. Right. He's, he's known for rushing the passer. He's the number one player in all of high school football last year. The entire nation. So it has to be him, right? It has to be him. Okay. Uh, I, I'm totally with you. Has to be our bowler. Nolan has to be somebody that's been in the program. Um, but there was there was a surprise that I was shocked by reading this article. I was shocked in the bowl game in which Ojalari just came out of nowhere and said, hey, here I mm-hmm. am. And I first read this article and his name appeared in the uh, in the headline. And I said, oh, wow. We, we talk in Ojalari. He's on campus. Okay, maybe we're going to see some big things happening. But nay, Daniel... Uh, oh, nay. His name was in the top mm-hmm. of the article because Mr. Ojolari has a younger brother. He sure does. Who apparently right now he sure does. is a better pass rusher than most other kids in Georgia. According old, to old this boy down in May, old boy down in Mayretta. Hello there. Hello. Uh, have you heard of Ojolari's yeah. younger brother? I, I hadn't until I read this article. BJ Ojolari. Correct. Uh, I have heard of him. Okay. Um, uh, and I knew, I remembered for him from when we were recruiting Aziz. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily remember him being like projected to be better than, but, but hey. You got to feel like we got a good end with him, right? You, you got to feel. Mean, you got to feel like you, you brother gotta, might be saying some things to him. Uh, oh, absolutely! And brother's going to begin a lot of run next lot. year. Oh if, man! If that bowl game is any indication, any indication. Uh, so I was shocked by this. So maybe a name to put on your radar for not this recruiting cycle, but next dog fan BJ Ojolari, younger brother to Aziz. And apparently has the finesse and the edge moves to just wreak havoc. Um, and we got some we got some kids playing on the outside edge, and just the more the merrier as it pertains to to setting that outside off tackle and getting in the backfield. The more the merrier. Let's have a party in the backfield. Let's have a party. Everybody meet there. I'll bring the tacos. Bring <laughs> and the cheese dip. Don't forget the cheese dip. Uh, never do. All right. Clint, let's jump into the transfer portal. Let's wade deep into the filth that is the transfer portal. Barton Simmons, uh, resident um, recruiting guy from 24-7 Sports, has taken the time out of his busy schedule to rank every player in the transfer portal. And he's got a top 50 players. Some of them are committed to other schools already. Some of them are undecided still. Uh, DeAndre Francois does not appear on this list. Could either be because the list was written before he entered the portal or because he's absolute garbage and probably couldn't walk on at Troy. It it could go either way. Uh, but there are names on this list which are of some interest to us. 
And I would love to go through and quickly just ask the question. Mm. You are on record as saying you don't want any of these fellas on your team. You're not interested. You don't want them. You'd be upset if they came to Georgia. I'm on. Well, you have you have now you have now gone over Uh, the line. I said I don't consider you until red and black. And I am trying to correct what you are saying. Wading into the filth of the transfer portal is one thing. Wading into the filth of of your lies is just a totally different thing, Daniel. Okay. Well, Um, what I said to the people was I don't consider until you're in red and black. And if you don't want to be in red and black, go do your thing. So of these players, yeah, I will probably say, eh, whatever. Whatever. But D-Rob, hey, D-Rob, go play. Go do something besides one fly sweep, and maybe I'll start thinking about you. Interesting. All right. Um, let's start at the top. Mm. The number one player in the transfer portal. Maybe you've heard of him. I don't know. What's his name? His name is his name is uh, Justin Fields. Ah, uh, yes. Um, uh, this will be the most straightforward one. Correct. That e- we have the easiest. Will be the simplest. Because the question we're asking is, could he start for Georgia right. this year? And a lot of these players, we don't know because they, they haven't been on the team. But this is a man who... Well, it's speculatory. Right. It's, it's a speculation game. Correct. This one is not so much speculation. It's just nope. a remembering game. Yeah. All you have to do is remember mm-hmm. when he was an option to start. And what happened? When the world was clamoring for him to start. Yeah. And he wasn't good enough at football. Correct. To start. Yeah. So, so this is one. This one's a hard no. Hard no, because he has proven himself not to be able to. Correct. Could he contribute to the team? Maybe. Could he contribute to drama and uh, and emotional outbursts from a fan base? Hundred percent, he can contribute. He to does that. That, real well. that is, that is factually proven. Yep. Uh, can he be good enough at football to be the starting quarterback ahead of Jake Fromm? No. Hundred percent, no. No. Hundred percent, no. Uh, so that I suspect, Clint, is going to be how we feel about many of the quarterbacks on this list. Uh, of all the quarterbacks, Kelly Bryant going from. I'm not sure to- you're looking. I'm not sure you're looking to trade Jake Fromm from any of these guys. No. No. Kelly Bryant, Clemson and Missouri. Uh, nope. Have fun. Sean Robertson, Robinson mm-hmm. from TCU. Uh, have a good one. Brandon Wimbush, Notre Dame to UCF. Uh, keep going. Have you ever seen Brandon Wimbush, Wimbush try to throw the football? Uh, I have. I've seen him try to run. He's it, very good at that. I have seen him try to throw, and it ain't pretty. Good lordy. It is ugly. Now, the one name uh, on this that about, actually should be top, but is not, according to our boy, who we have both said is a much-deserving quarterback. Jalen Hurts goes from Alabama to Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts, the QB1 at Oklahoma, looking right. to become the third straight Oklahoma transfer quarterback to win the Heisman. Correct. That's insane. P.S. P.S. I was saying. P.S. Also, really, this is very interesting to me. Why, why the old old head ball coach at Oklahoma is talked about as an offensive guru can't get kids out of high school to come. Why can't to he Oklahoma? recruit a quarterback? Why can't he do that? 
I don't. Th- Why does he have to get sloppy seconds from Texas Tech? This is so confusing. Just... It is. I think it's because he's already coaching the Chargers. Ah, uh, low key. He's already low key coaching the Chargers, <laughs> and and Oklahoma uh, just keeps on backdooring him money to try to keep it, try to prolong that. That's right. Look, Jalen Hurts, go do you. Yep. Uh, Tate Martell, cool. I guess uh, none of these, none of these dudes have a shot. Jake Fromm, at Georgia. No other Jake quarterback. Fromm is we want the quarterback in Georgia, so we don't need to talk about any other quarterbacks. Uh, let's let's look at some other interesting names on the list. Number three on this list behind. Uh, Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts is a guy named Jalen Phillips. Mm-hmm. He's an outside linebacker who was formerly at UCLA. Uh, former five-star kid. Uh, really big name. Big name. Was was one of the top overall players in the country when he was coming out of high school. Yep. Went to UCLA, which God knows why. I mean, what in the world kind of decision is that? <laughs> I get that Southern California is appealing to certain people, no, well, but no. but why? No, it's, but why? It's not. It's LA, man. It ain't. It ain't something that you should do. Take a page out of Roquan's book and <laughs> just don't don't make that fax, man. Don't, don't do make, it. Yeah, make, yeah. We keep on blaming fax. the fax machine, but Roquan didn't know as an eighteen-year-old didn't have the emotional maturity yet to just say no to somebody, so he blamed the fax he machine. Pun- he punched that number in wrong. He on purpose. <laughs> you know that's true. That's what you say. Uh Jalen Phillips is Clint, a beast. Could he start at UGA? This is the this is the closest to me to saying yes, that he might be able to start at UGA. Um I his skill is unmatched by people coming out, his peers, his class when he was coming out. He's been hurt. <clears throat> and with decrepit coaching, just the worst coaching at UCLA, this guy might be able to crack the starting lineup, and if not, be heavily involved in percentage of playing time at outside backer. Hundred percent, he could. He can get a lot of run. See, uh, I disagree. I disagree. I don't think. I don't think he's starting at. Uh... At outside linebacker, I just, I don't, I don't see it. Um, Season started today. Who's your two? Who are your two starting outside backers? Um, Jermaine Johnson. De- depends on how Jermaine Johnson progresses. Yeah. I do think he's going to lead the team in sacks next year. Right, that's, but I don't necessarily know that he's going to start. That's a good bet. But. But I think, yeah, it, if he progresses, if he comes on, learns the system quick, I think Brenton Cox and Jermaine Johnson are in the driver's seat to be the starters. Let me tell you about Jalen Phillips, number one player in the nation coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. His 24-7 composite score was 9989. That. Okay. It, mm. That's 99.8. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, normally good. <laughs> No, normally good. <laughs> um, Adam Anderson, mm-hmm. composite score coming out of high school. Clint, give it to me. Nine eight nine nine. Hmm. Okay. Nine tenths of a point lower. Correct. Brenton Cox composite score nine eight six seven. Quay Walker, hello composite score. Nine eight 
3-0. Man, how, how I forgotten could, is I could Quay keep, Walker? I could keep naming linebackers, yeah. Clint. Yeah. Here's the point. It ain't just it, be a five-star, come in, start at outside backer mm. for Georgia. Mm. That ain't how this game is played. Mm. Okay? Uh, he could play, but I'm not gonna. he's not going to come in and start okay. right away. That's what that's that's a hundred percent. Next name on the list is Bubba Bolden, Bubba safety Bolden. out of USC. Congrats to Bubba Bolden's mom, by the way, for for doing that. Uh, you, you just didn't care. Bubba Bolden's yeah. grandma said, "Honey, are you are you sure? Are you sure?" She said, "Why not?" Yeah, mom, this is my kid. That's what, that's what I'm doing. Uh, Bubba Bolden, safety, coming out of USC, going to. Miami, uh, four-star kid coming out of high school. Could he start at UGA? Remind the people, how do you feel about the safeties at UGA, Glenn? Are you, are you pro or con? Uh, I am well documented that the safeties at UGA and I would not have much to talk about if we were left in a room by ourselves, we'd probably just wouldn't be a pleasant wouldn't be a pleasant conversation. Wouldn't be a pleasant conversation. We just kind of stare at things. We'd we'd make small talk, I suppose. Um, yeah, you know how's how's classes? Crazy weather we're having. Yeah, crazy weather wow. we're having lately. Polar vortex. It's a thing. <laughs> uh, I might ask Richard if uh, if he had eye surgery in the off season, or if he had a death in the family last year, if somebody was was bullying him that we didn't know about. You know, I might ask him those sorts of questions to try to understand yep. why his piss poor play was such a thing. Um, and JR, I just, I look, people love him, but I, so yeah, Bubba, come on, come on over brother. What, what do you got for us? No, Bubba. No, don't be absurd. Don't be absurd. First of all, JR Reed is just fine. No, he's not. JR Reed is going to be just fine. That's what you said last year. Next year. But listen, Richard LeCount ain't a factor in this equation, okay? Because you've not mentioned who I think will be the best safety on the roster next year, and that is your boy, Otis Reese. Uh, So, Bubba, you can come on and get in line. You can carry the bat if you want to carry – if you want to be the guy that carries the (laughs) bat, that's fine. But Otis will be on the field in in my book. So, you know, you come have a seat. And hold that. Yeah. You could maybe bring a hockey stick or something. I don't know, like another another maybe, item. Maybe Richard needs to upgrade from a bat to like a a steel mace or something. Maybe a bow and arrow. <laughs> maybe because <laughs> that's the thing he he doesn't like to make physical contact with people. No, so he doesn't. bow and arrow is like more of a long distance weapon. Yeah, which is more up Richard LeCount's alley. That's what he's all about. I people. feel like I'm I'm gonna stay it. back away and I'm just gonna hope this brings you down. Just good, good vibes to go down. Um, uh, just a couple. Let's go a couple more names on this list. Because I'll just go ahead and I'll spill the beans early. This is the one to me that of mm-hmm. all the names mm-hmm. on the list is the hard yes, and that's Aubrey Solomon, defensive tackle, who's going to Tennessee from Michigan. Look, I know it hurts. I know, I know he. How many times has he said no once. to us, Daniel? <laughs> I know he spurned us once. Shame on him. He spurned us twice. Shame on us. Uh, but look, this kid could absolutely come in here and start. All right? Look, Tyler Clark, uh, 
rest in peace. I hope you and um, intern executive producer Michael are having fun wherever you are. Right. But you're you. Where did you go? Where'd you go, bro? Like where? Where have you gone? By the way, right now, come back. By the way, right now, Asher is sharpening his knife to cut you as speaking bad for Tyler he, Clark. He is my son. Is well documented his love for Tyler Clark. But honestly, do something after week three, and then let's talk. Yeah, like anything. Okay, Jordan Davis, we're all excited about you. But Jordan Davis ain't no Aubrey Solomon. No. All right, Aubrey Solomon is a grown man. Yeah. Uh, and that guy, that guy would be the best defensive tackle on the team. Day one that he stepped on the campus. That one hurts. That one's the, that's the guy I wanted. Yeah. Uh, we didn't We didn't get him. Yeah, we, uh, we got down to a true freshman who had to come in and hold down, anchor the middle of that defensive line for us last year, Jordan Davis, who is a grown man. And I, I expect big things from him oh i do too Um, i do too but uh we had this conversation earlier daniel and i said i don't aubrey solomon i don't care whatever get out of here uh if i was to break my rule of not caring about somebody in the transfer portal until you're in red and black you're right i'd i'd break my rule for this guy i'd i'd consider him he's you take a you you're saying that aubrey solomon is your hall pass (laughs) Is that what you're saying? Uh, Aubrey Solomon that... breaks the rules that I genuinely say no, don't, don't touch, don't look, stay away from that, don't even, don't even toy with it. But uh, hey, hey, Aubrey, what's, what's up, man? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Scott, <laughs> just went down a weird place real quick. It did. Um, Daniel, why do you take us there, man? Sh- surely did. Listen. Uh, that being said, Clint, are we worried about Aubrey Solomon, the defensive tackle at Tennessee? Uh, no, because Clint, because oh, somebody talked to me about whether or not we're going to be able to run the ball against Tennessee next year. Because real quick, Daniel, what's the second position group? If quarterback isn't discussed, we just went through all those names. Are there offensive linemen who are in the transfer portal right now, Daniel? Are there? There are, right? There might be. But do we? No, I'm not, I'm do we unsure. need to care at all about them? No, we don't. Because we have a run of seven or eight guys who could start of any program in the nation right now. Because when Aubrey Solomon puts on that disgusting vomit orange next year, and he looks, and he gets down, he puts his hand in the ground, Mm -hmm. and he looks up, Trey Hill's going to be right in front of him. What's up? What's up, bro? And then he's going to look to his left, and there's Ben Cleveland, (laughs) who's going to be to his left. And then he's going to look to his right, and there's just the sea monster, uh, uh, Solomon Kinley. Yeah. Just coming to envelop him. Yeah. And, and Aubrey Solomon's going to say to himself, I've made a horrible mistake. What, what have I I've, done? I've done it again. <laughs> I've made a horrible, horrible mistake. Uh, no. He might be the first person to enter the transfer portal twice. Yeah. <laughs> Mid, mid-game. Uh, is there a portal in the mid-game. locker room? Do I do I have that option? Where's the nearest access to the portal? That Aubrey, it's just a thing on the internet. It's not a real portal. Like, no, where's the door? No, where's the, there's, like a, there's like an off ramp somewhere, right? I, every every highway is connected. I could go ahead and change direction. Google Maps has has diverted me to a different location. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. We could go down this list. Um, but, but I think moral of the story is might we pick up a grad transfer tight end? Yeah, we might. We hope, we hope so. We hope so. Um, I mean, I guess is it outside the possibility that a wide receiver could come calling to Georgia through the transfer portal? It's not outside the possibility. We'll see. 
But are we? We're not fishing for any of these, for any of the rest of these fools. No, Clint, is the is the point. You go through this transfer portal and you just realize we got better players than all these guys That's already it. on our team. So while Tennessee is looking to upgrade significantly, while Oregon State is basically filling their entire roster. With people out of the transfer portal. By the way, there are two teams who are opposite ends of the transfer portal debate. USC and Oregon State. Oregon State wants to relax the rules unending. Oh, they let them all transfer because they're all going to Corvallis right. somehow. Uh, which, by the way, if you thought UCLA was a pit, uh, y'all, y'all haven't been to Corvallis. Ooh. Listen, we've, we've, it's well documented that to get to Eugene... You have to go. You have to fly anywhere and then drive for three hours to get to Corvallis. It's like a day's journey. Yeah, you have to take a camel at one point. <laughs> yeah, to get there. Like or- there's not Oregon a- Trail was not just in the history books. It's still alive and well. Yes. People, you have to ford a river, and your grandma's going to get dysentery before you make it to Corvallis. You better. You better have uh, somebody else ready to take her her spot. Um, no, and then USC is just hating, ruining the day the portal was opened. Uh, because everybody is flooding out of USC. Floodgates. Like, I, I count six, seven Talk guys. A, Talk about a program in disarray. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that about wraps up the conversation for the transfer portal. That about wraps up this episode. Uh, National Signing Day tomorrow. Uh, big time hoops. Mm-hmm. Commit watch. Monday. On Monday. Look out for that. We will be back next week to recap all of it. Yep with you uh, and to talk about anything and everything else related to the University of Georgia football. Until then, we'll talk to you later. See you.